0: Episode seventy-eight. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Philip Hall. Real church matters where we talk real church matters because real church matters. matters. How you doing, Philip? I'm alright. I'm uh, doing good this week. <laughs> this week? But yeah, this week. Yeah, I got surprise for because you don't even know what we're gonna talk about. I have no idea what we're <laughs> talking about. Yeah, we're going to talk about something But uh, housekeeping first So uh, it's realchurchmatters.com That's where you can find the episodes uh, On social media, we're there so We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook You can just search Real Church Matters You'll find us uh, Like us, follow us um, I'm usually putting a ton of content out on Instagram and Facebook I haven't done any this week just been taking a break And I wasn't going to do a podcast And then I I Felt led to do a podcast But yeah that's where you can find us um, You can go subscribe to us On iTunes You can follow us on SoundCloud Hello to all the new people Hopefully you listened To the Philip and Ashley episode And it was something That you were interested in And you're making it to the next episode Or maybe you started all the way at the beginning And you probably won't hear episode 78 Till next year But um, welcome And we hope we are sharing something that you Enjoy Uh, For those of you who want to support us Monetarily That's money for the layman You can go to Patreon P-A-T-R-E-O-N Dot com For slash Real Church Matters We appreciate anything and everything that's given for those of you who give something, we we give something back to you. Special thank you. Uh, so we appreciate it. We appreciate all those who have been given. Um, anything else? Where can they they follow you, Phil? At Philip Hall underscore
1: the Pro. That's Instagram and uh, business
0: pages. Hall built. Yeah. And. It's uh, FSH Music That's my personal uh, Instagram And Facebook is just Forrest Hall And you know that's it I think that's it yeah, This housekeeping is getting a little uh, a little short But that's cool As always Please be reminded That it's obedience over audience But since I have an audience So we have an audience We're going to get to it This week Episode 78 is about anger. 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 Somebody asked me about anger and I I responded to their question um and as I was responding to their question I realized that uh I never really talked about anger and I should talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about it but one of the things that uh I realized in this conversation, I was like, I was just going to do it myself, and I was like, man, let me let me check and see if Philip wants to talk about it because we deal with anger in two different ways. We yeah. expressed anger in ourselves in two different ways. Like I was more of a passive aggressive person, but I was filled in anger, and you always exhibited your anger. Yeah, outwardly, outwardly, in yeah. very aggressive fashion. But both of us was consumed in anger. And so because of that, I felt that we could come and kind of talk about this a little bit. And I'm gonna start at Ephesians chapter four because I feel like that'll help us jump off into what this is is gonna be. So he says in uh, Ephesians chapter four, verse 22, it says, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. And so we understand that conversation means conduct. He's saying that we should put off this former conduct of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. So when we talk about anger and people always say, what do you feel about anger? Is anger right or wrong? He's letting us know that there are things that are a part of us that are part of a former conduct, a former way we've done things. They are corrupted. They are based in our own lust and what we want. If we start there, I think we can help people deal with anger. It says in verse 23, he says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. When we talk about being a new person, we're not talking about looking different. We're not talking about dressing different. We're not talking about acting different. We're talking about thinking different. When you think different, you're different. <laughs> you get what I'm saying As you've gotten older you're, The way you articulate anger is different Yeah You get what I'm saying Like we try not to do things That's going to set us up Or get us put in jail Because we got a certain level of common sense But that doesn't mean we still don't deal with anger Because anger has more to do with what how we think More than it is what we do Yeah And so people will look at a person like me And say oh you, you're not an angry person well, You're wrong because I still think in an angry way that I'm still operating from my old way of thinking, a corrupt way of thinking. Yeah. He says, and ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. This new way of thinking is created after God. That means that I have to think like God. In order for me to think like God, I would have to Read his word, understand his word, because his word is him. So when I read his word and I understand his word and I understand how he thinks and I take on that way of thinking, I am now able to not be angry. 26 says, we skipping down, 26 says, be angry and sin not. not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. He's telling us that though you will still be this person, Who will feel anger He says you will never let that anger Control you When you are led by anger You are now in sin And so we'll stop there But what do you think about that Phil? We'll stop there before we get Any further with it
1: I mean it's it's definitely One of those things where uh, The Bible speaks (laughs) A lot of times about anger And when you look back At some of the uh, people in the Bible You know they dealt with it You know from Moses to Samson like you know you, you, You've seen a lot of men Who who've really dealt with Anger and at, at different Times of their journey And they handled it different ways But it definitely was anger And even Jesus you know He, he was upset at, at some point And he handled it totally different Than uh, some of the other People in the Bible but one thing's for sure is we're all faced with that decision uh, when an emotion hits. <laughs> and, you know, what we do next is a deciding factor of the outcome.
0: Yeah. And be, be, you bring up an interesting point in the fact that these people dealt with anger, but they all were angry. They didn't deal with anger different ways. They were angry for different reasons. Right. So they were angry according to a certain way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about that. Since you brought up Jesus, I'm gonna start there. Mark chapter three, verse four through five. It says, and Jesus said to them, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they held their peace. They, They were trying to say that Jesus shouldn't be doing stuff On Sunday, or the Sabbath, which is Saturday, technically, whatever. But they say he shouldn't be doing stuff on the Sabbath. Uh And so he said, you don't want me to do nothing? Is it better that I kill people on the Sabbath? Or is it better that I save a life on the Sabbath? They did not respond to him. They knew that he was right, so they held their peace. So verse 5 says, and when he had looked round about on them with anger... Jesus looked at them and he was angry. But they made sure, this scripture makes sure it, sh- it shares with us why. Do you know what I'm saying? A lot of people are angry, but if you ask them, why are you mad? It exposes a faulty thinking. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like nobody, everybody always just telling us to stop being mad. Nobody's ever saying, why are you mad? Yeah. Why you mad is more important than you being mad. Do you know what I'm saying? So we look at this and it's a comma right after it says he looked round about on them with anger and says, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts. Being grieved for the hardness of their hearts. He said unto the man, he said, he stretched forth your hand and he stretched it out and his hand was restored whole as the other. He went ahead and he, he looked at the hardness of their heart and he was, he was angry. He was like, it's no helping y'all. I can't explain nothing to y'all. Yeah. So I'm just going to do what I want to do anyway. So he healed the man. And it says in the next verse, and they saw this and they plotted to kill Jesus. Wow. But he 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 had enough. Jesus had enough of talking. And that's how he responded to his anger. He responded to his anger to do what he knew he had to do. But he was angry because no matter what he said, they wouldn't listen. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we we are so caught up in the fact of anger that sometimes we don't stop and say, "Why are you angry?"
1: Yeah,
0: because why you angry shows your thinking. Jesus being angry right here is not the same anger as some of us are in. Oh, absolutely, because <laughs> he's angry that these people don't want to listen. And he responded in that anger By doing what? Doing what his father said Yeah I want to know how many people Get angry And still obey their father
1: Nah it's not a lot Anger normally uh, Leads to uh, Irrational decisions They never lead to You know A place of uh, Sober thinking Yeah And uh I mean he definitely was thinking soberly In his emotion And that's That's a place where I I Definitely long to get to. I always refer back to uh, the times where Jesus felt emotion because it lets me know that it's possible.
0: Yeah, it's possible to feel an emotion, but respond to that emotion in a new way of thinking. Yeah. He was, res- like you said, he responded to it soberly. What happens is that we are angry in a corrupted thinking. Right. When you ask somebody why are they mad, it's from a corrupted thinking. When Jesus, when God showed up and he asked Cain, why are you mad? He didn't ask him, stop being mad. He said, why are you mad? He already knew why he was mad. He knew it was from corrupted thinking. He wasn't mad. He didn't say, God, I'm mad because I can't give you my best. I should have did better and gave you my best. No, he said, I'm mad because you honored his more than you honored mine. That immediately makes it like King did nothing wrong and it's all on God. And why did you choose him over me? Right. You know what I'm saying? The corrupted thinking makes that anger poisonous because it's coming from a poisonous place. place. So what you just said was perfect. You said we deal with. Crazy because we coming from a crazy place. Proverbs 14 and 17 says, he that is soon angry deal of what? Foolishly. And a man of wicked devices is hated. He that is soon to anger deals foolishly, recklessly, without regret. They do things that they'll regret later. They do things without rationale, without thinking clearly. Why? Because they are angry and, In a corrupted mind Not only are they angry But when you ask why they're angry It exposes their corrupted thinking They see things in a weird way And so they deal what? Foolishly They do rash things They do crazy things It says Ecclesiastes 7 and 9 says Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry For anger rests in the bosom of fools Wow Anger sits right there in the bosom of a fool. He he doesn't know why he's all stirred up because he doesn't take the time to ask himself, why am I angry? If you ask a kid and you say, you angry, why are you angry? The kid is going to be honest. Kids are more honest than adults. Yeah. A kid will be honest and say, because he has something and I don't. Be like, bro, look, look, I got to try to explain to you why. Just because you don't have something doesn't give you the right to be mad. But it's easier to explain that to a child Than it is to an adult It's easier to explain these things Because we're corrupted in our thinking We keep thinking it's about anger But it's really about corrupted thinking It's not We could have did this podcast on anything
1: Right.
0: We could have did it on Anger we could have did it on lust all of it is just an emotion and if you ask yourself why you have it You know it's from a corrupted place of thinking So I use this example and I said you know you take an example of a dude that's on the subway And he sees a woman And he sees this woman he approached this woman why is he approaching this woman because he liked what he saw you know what I'm saying? I, you, we don't approach things we don't like. You don't know nothing else about her. You're approaching this woman. You're engaging with this woman because you like what you see. That's still an emotion. If I asked a man, why are you approaching this woman? He would say, because I like what I see. He is operating according to what? Corrupted Thank you. thinking. So when he engages with this woman and she turns him down and pushes him away. He begins to cuss her out. Why are you cussing this woman that you were attracted to? Why are you now cussing her out? Because I didn't like what she said. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's still corrupted thinking. His why is always revealing how corrupted his mind is. And it's always hasty and rash and foolish. You're a fool. Just because she said no, you're going to cuss her out?
1: Yeah that's crazy
0: It was hey ma Now it's hey B. Do you know what I'm saying Like there's an irrational Dealing foolishly Nature that people have Because they're hasty In their spirit To be angry They're not renewed In their spirit They're not renewed In their spirit They're hasty In the spirit They always had You know what I'm saying Like this is where I think people are missing That part Is that Our job is to renew The spirit of our minds So then he tells us Be angry and sin not Let not the sun go down on your wrath Neither give place to the devil What happens is Because we give place to our spirit And our corrupted mind We give place to the devil
1: Yeah we we totally are only hearing from that That my frame of evil I was uh, Later on in my, my My years early on When I dealt with anger It was like impulsive But later on Like in life It was less impulsive And,
0: and more methodical
1: And more methodical It was like you know Sometimes I wouldn't even be All the way angry And uh, I just didn't want People Like I use it as a tool of uh, Defense so I felt like Hey this is the time Where you probably Should get angry And you'll set the tone Like it's different Rationales that happen Within uh, I want to say Men in general Yeah and, and and they begin to use This this thing As a, a tool of anger I mean And even with women They, they, they kind of like Empower us to, to use it In different scenarios Whether it be To protect them Or You know Certain scenarios But What happens is You foster this thing And you foster it And then it becomes Too much for you to handle
0: Because That's the reality Is that This is what I was sharing too Is because when you think of it as Not the symptom of anger But the disease of a corrupted mind Yeah Then you start to realize There's a lot of other symptoms I have That I don't mind Right Yeah I might mind anger, but I'm really only minding the anger that causes me to lash out. Yeah, I'm not minding the anger that actually produces that because I see it as different. So when people say I need to deal with my anger, they're really talking about what they're doing physically. They saying, "Yo, I I, I punch somebody in the face," or I, I, "I'm always just angry. I'm always just a disposition." They they're not talking about what brought them to that disposition, right? Do you understand? Know They're not talking about the grief or the the anger that someone was taken away, or that something was taken away from them, or that like they, they the way they look at life is unfair. You understand? Know All this thinking that we see as just symptomatic of life, but we don't see it as hurting us. We only see the other things that it produces. Right. We don't say, "Hey, hey bro, I need help thinking." Period. We say, I need help thinking angrily. Yeah. You don't need help thinking angrily. You need help thinking.
1: Yeah, just period.
0: Just period. Your your thinking is off. Yeah. Your temper's not off. Your thinking is off.
1: Because it's a process to get there. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's a journey. You know, you just don't teleport places. And it's the same thing with your emotions. You just don't arrive at a place. Uh, even today, I was I glanced on Instagram and everybody was laughing at Rapper trick daddy Because he got so angry That mm-hmm. he uh He slipped up And he said he would You know Do something crazy To another man mm-hmm. And people was like Whoa man Like what are you saying Like you really want To do this Like yeah. this This is nasty And you know In order for him To arrive at that place He had to cut his phone on He had to Hit Instagram He had to videotape himself He had to
0: And he had to dwell
1: Dwell Yes
0: You know what I'm saying Like when we talk about Mindset Let's look at it as cement. In order for cement to set, it has to stay in a place for a period of time. Yeah. You can't get cement to set if you don't give it time in a specific place. Yeah, it got to sit there. In order for us to have a mindset, we would have to be set in that mind for a period of time. Time. And that's what we do. That's why um, Paul said to Timothy, he said, I came to stir up the gift. Right. I came to stir up, change what you have been set in. Right. In order to keep concrete from being set, you got to keep what? Stirring right. it. As long as you keep stirring it, it no never is set. And until you get it the way you want it, once you get it the way you want it, you leave it alone so you can let it. Set. set That's With, why
1: you, you find a lot of people When they get angry Or feel those emotions and stuff They, they go in environments where You know if I'm concrete You know I want a nice environment Where I can set Where <laughs> I can, I can set it, I can settle And people gonna mind my settling They gonna be like Alright don't step there Because yeah. we want them to get nice and hard Yeah and Yeah they, they want that I
0: want you settled in your mess Like you said For a woman oftentimes a man's aggression Benefits her See do you know that. what I'm saying yeah. so, Yo do you, do you see what she said about me She said this She said that And knowing he's going to be there To turn up When you need him to Or this guy disrespected me Do something about it We we love to take advantage Of people's mindsets Not realizing That in the hardened heart That they have They are headed to destruction Right Then when they actually Are acting in that destruction Now we like I didn't know you was going to take it that far Right I didn't know you was gonna do all that. I ain't know. I ain't know that, that the way you was reacting to everybody else could end up spilling over to our household.
1: Absolutely, one of the things that stuck with me is the way our, our uncle got killed. Like you know that whole way that played out in in Texas, where mm-hmm. you know he he was in a club or whatever the case was, and you, you know him and the female got into a verbal conversation, whatever that. Whatever happened, and she was upset. She called her boyfriend and he came to his house and, you know, murdered our uncle. And, you know, one those are things that I think about. Like, you know, for that guy to go all the way over there And never think about What really happened Like you know (laughs) He he had to ask the question Like you know What was you you Y'all fussing or arguing about What was Like what was happening here Because obviously It's it's more to the story Than what she told him
0: but that's the thing When we talk about Corrupted thinking What I realize is that People Get to this place By asking the wrong questions Oh yeah Do you know what I'm saying Like they arrive to this Like it's not that people Don't ask questions they just ask like, the wrong questions. They're asking question. the wrong questions. Like we've been around angry people. We've been angry people. Yeah. And we will sit and come up with mad questions. And we'll turn the people that's rah-rah us on and be like, Oh, why she even think she could talk to me like that? That's a it sounds like a logical question. It's right. actually a corrupted one. Right. To ask that is only infuriating you and setting you more in a way that will cause you to go into a place of anger. Right. It's just it's so dangerous, but it's not just anger. It's anything. We're constantly asking ourselves questions that keep us in a hardened place, right. keep us set in a mind that keeps us set away from God.
1: That's why you got to force yourself into those environments that are, aren't conducive to and those things you got to have
0: people around you to ask you the tough questions. Questions: Where are the people who are asking? Why are you mad? They, they, ain't, they, they ain't there. They, they try not to. I make you never. Mad. I, I wouldn't <laughs> ask myself that. They trying not to make you mad at yeah. them. I I wouldn't ask myself that. I started asking myself that simple question: Why are you mad? I ask myself why all the time. Why always takes us to the heart of the matter? Ironically why takes us to the heart of the matters of the heart? Right. It does. Now, I don't just ask myself, why am I mad? I ask myself, why am I attracted to things? Yeah. Oh, why are you you attracted to that? Why are you interested in that? Why do you desire that? Because when we do, we get to the heart of the matter, and we realize the matters of the heart. Right. And then we can see this ain't a symptom, it's a disease, something that must be renewed. He said, this is this is a corrupted heart. Right. Just pouring out this anger and stuff. He said, don't give place to the devil. Instead of us understanding, we look at anger and we be like, anger, and we say, you know, I, I let the devil use me. No, you made use of the devil. He, see, as long as you don't give him no place, he's out of place. Right. Right. He don't have nothing to do. You ever seen somebody, oh, I don't know if people see this, but as a as a, a business owner, it's sometimes you got to be careful that you don't hire people and not have a thoroughly planned out way to use them. Yeah. So I might hire somebody early in my time. I would hire people and I'm only hiring them for something specific that I needed. Yeah. But once they do that specific thing, I see them standing around. I'm like, well, I guess I need them. I only needed them for that, but in order to get my money's worth,
1: you have to do. They I, might have to do something else. You have to
0: do something else. Otherwise, right now they're out of place. They might not feel they out of place. They might. This is the right place to be. If I get to just chill here and make money, this is the right place to be. But for me, they're out of place. Yeah. And so when we look at Satan, we are giving him a usefulness. And he can oh, he can be, come around your life all the time. If you don't give him place, then he's out of place. He won't stay where he's out of place. Right. He won't stay where he's not useful. Right. Because he got enough people in this world to be useful with. But we give him place when we give place to our old mind. When I think in a corrupted way, Satan is able to take advantage of that. No different than a dude taking advantage of a woman in her certain mind. Right. Women don't understand it. Guys can pick up a certain type of mindset. They can tell a certain way of thinking and they know they can take advantage of that thinking Yeah. without ever telling you. They know they can take advantage of it because you've created a usefulness for them. We do it all the time. This is how people sell things. Salesmen are always looking for people who, who need something so they can be useful If you need something, you're going to hear me out Because I might be useful to you If you don't need nothing, I can't be useful to you No matter what I say, you like, I'm good I'm good, I'm good, I don't need it Satan is able to be given place in our lives Because we give place to our way of thinking Verse 30 says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. This is what happens. Is what we understand is when we give place to the devil, we are grieving our house guests. Yeah. Our house guests is supposed to be the Holy Spirit. You're grieving him. This this house was designed for him. It was made for him. He's supposed to be welcome there. He's supposed to be the only person to be there. And then you invited a plus one. And it says, it grieves the Holy Spirit, whereby ye were sealed unto the day of redemption. God put the Spirit of God in you to seal you for the day when he comes back for you. Right. He did this, but now He his seal is corrupted. No different than if you went to the store and you bought a drink, but you saw that the seal was broken on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it don't look like nothing was taken out of it. You don't want it. You don't want it. Why you don't want it? Because it's corrupted. I don't know if it's corrupted and there's something corrupted in it. Or if somebody just did it. And even if they didn't do anything to the liquid. I don't trust this. Yeah. I don't want this. He sealed us with his spirit. When we break the seal, we grieve the spirit. When we break the union between us and the spirit by including what our way of thinking and introducing Satan through our way of thinking, we break the spirit. We grieve the spirit. We break the seal of redemption, which God is coming for. He when he comes for us, he's looking for a seal that hasn't been broken. That's the reality. And then he goes in verse 31 of Ephesians 4 and says, let all bitterness wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you be put away from you put it away from you don't stay settled in it put it away from you you know for me the moment in which I realized that I had to put anger away is when I stopped judging my anger based on what I did to people And started judging my anger based on what I was doing to myself Right You know what I'm saying? Like it gets to that point Everybody justifies their anger Because they say I ain't hurting nobody But now you got to start thinking What am I doing to myself? Right here he lets you know You're hurting your opportunity to be redeemed by God So right there spiritually I am hurting myself we're not even going to get to the physical ramifications of the physiological, psychological stresses of holding anger and corrupted thinking within. We're not going to get to the isolation and the depression and the anxiety and the resentment and the guilt that comes from acting on those, those ways of thinking. But just the simple fact that the more I am in my own corrupted thinking, the further I am away from God.
1: And yeah, that's enough.
0: It's enough for me, not enough for most. Some, some people, you can tell them that being angry causes you to do foolish things. Some people, you can tell them that being angry and then letting that mindset to settle in you puts you in the bosom of fools. Makes it so not only are you a fool, but you surround yourself with the company of fools. It Not only telling them that it gives place to Satan, that this Satan that everybody feels like is doing all this wrong, we are the ones that allow him the playground in which to do it in our lives just by opening up ourselves to things we didn't have to open ourselves up to. I wanted to talk a little more about this anger and how it's represented in the Bible, so I'm going in reverse Luke chapter fifteen twenty seven through thirty two says this is talking about the prodigal son. He says, your brother is back, he was told. And your father has killed the fatted calf. Calf, We are celebrating because of his safe return. So we know about the prodigal son. He came back home. He had an older brother. Mm-hmm. They told him the news. Your brother's back home. Your dad didn't grab one of the calves. He putting it on the grill Like we about to party He gave He gave him We're celebrating his safe return Verse 28 says The older brother was angry And wouldn't go into the party Wow He was angry Yeah Right now We get to stop and say Why you mad?
1: I mean I I can see why he mad
0: (laughs) Well let's, let's talk about it. It says his father came out And begged him But he replied, all these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. All these years I slaved for you and never, never once didn't do what you told me to do. And in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Wow. You never threw no party for me. Yet when the son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, I'm reading a different translation uh, because goat is referred to as kid in the King James. I don't want to confuse people. Um, and then harlots is what it says in King James instead of prostitutes. He says, you celebrate by killing the fatted calf. And then in 31, he says, his father said to him, look, dear son, you have always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. Do you see what's happening? First, we see someone's mad. Then we see why they're mad. And then we see a father, not far apart from how God deals with us, explain to his son why he shouldn't be mad. God always does that to us. If you want to know why you're mad, it's going to expose who you are. Yeah. But if you want to deal with your anger, you would have to think how God thinks. If you want to kill your anger, you would have to think how God thinks. So he's giving him a way to deal with his anger. Everybody say, I want to deal with my anger. You would have to see the situation a different way. Half the time, we think we're dealing with our anger, But the situation just changed. And so we not angry no more. Do you know what I'm saying? Situation change, your disposition changes. But when the situation doesn't change and you change, that mean you change your mind.
1: Yeah.
0: And so his father giving him an understanding of why he's doing this. He says, look, dear son, you've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. He's letting them know, while you think you're missing out on a party, you have everything.
1: Yeah.
0: But you seeing it the wrong way. way. And he says, we had to celebrate this happy day for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and now he is Bang. found. He said, "You got to. You seeing this the wrong way. You seeing. You thinking your your brother is getting, he's getting rewarded, but he's not. We're celebrating that he's not lost.
1: Yeah, which is huge.
0: You get what I'm saying? now? Yeah. Our thinking makes us see a celebration as a reward. Yeah. Our thinking makes it think that this is celebrating what he did and not celebrating." That he's not lost because of what he did. Right. The thinking is where we end up wrong. The thinking is how we end up caught up in anger. How we think. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, have you have you felt like you had moments like that where it was all in the way you saw it?
1: That's everything. <laughs> I mean, it's everything. It's how I wake up in the morning you can you can view a lot of things about life even the simplest of things from kids crying to you know just daily drama at work where you can you can find that how you perceive things are are solely attached to uh, your emotions like yeah. you know i can view you know my kids crying as oh my gosh when is this going to stop or i can view the fact that i'm blessed to have kids yeah or you know a job Where I could just say, simply say, you know, I I got the use of my limbs rather than say, man, I'm tired. This is not doing what I need to do. But I've learned that, you know, this society, social media is a trigger for all of that. You know, it's it's what we see and it automatically shifts our perspective of our own lives and what we do without us even knowing.
0: But because it's not really, it's not really shifting it. It is exploiting it. Yeah, exploiting it. I like that. it is also revealing it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like people say, "Well, the porn industry is a billion dollar industry, and we need to shut it down." In order to shut down that industry, you would have to shut down people's thinking.
1: Yeah, people like it. They they, they do you know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah. it's called supply and demand. They are supplying a demand. It's just that we don't understand that we demand it. Right by the way that we think. Even people who don't partake in it don't realize they're part of the demand for it. Right. A woman will get upset that her husband is watching pornography, but you don't get upset when you deal with him in a pornographic way. Right. Because you are part of the demand. A woman will get upset if a man has a million pictures of naked women on his phone, but you won't get upset when you send him a naked picture of you. Right. Cause you don't realize you are part of the demand. You are part of the mindset yeah. that we feed into, and that these industries exploit. Yeah. Because we give that. Guess what? Let's put it this way. This is a perfect example. All of these industries are rich people, and we see them as devils. But you give these devils place. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely Do You know what I'm saying we, we A black person Will tell you all day There's a liquor store On every corner Bro A liquor store On every corner they're And black us. people Don't own <laughs> it They're killing us These white devils Do You know what I'm saying No offense to anybody That's white out there I'm just Kind of <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Quoting no, the, the yeah, narrative Yeah, yeah that's the, the, These devils Are pouring crack Into our community Or They're 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 exploiting us through alcohol or even the rap music. These b- record labels are I- exploiting young men and their gang affiliations and all of that stuff for the highest bidder. But guess what? These the, Let's say they are devils. Your thinking is giving these devils place. Yeah. It does. Nobody realizes that, though. No, not at all If this stuff wasn't around People wouldn't think that way That's not true That's not true Nature came before nurture People always argue that But nature came before nurture We have a nature A natural proclivity Towards the things that are catered to us Because we have given them place In our minds Before anybody ever found a way To give them place in our lives
1: yeah. Sometimes it, it has a place in our hearts and never have the opportunity to even be be born in our actions. But what God showed me is he's he's not he's judging that. Absolutely. <laughs> and some people they 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 get upset. They like, how is you know, how can he judge that? I'm like, because that's what he that's what goes to see him. It's your spirit,
0: your heart Your heart, your soul Your immaterial way that you articulate and see the world Was designed specifically to see it his way Until Satan came and tempted Eve And presented to her a different way He gave her knowledge of good and evil What does knowledge do but inform thought? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah Once you know something It is included and immersed in the way that you think
1: Think, yep and it changes your whole perception. Absolutely. I'll never forget I was I was working, uh it was a nice paying job, I was a contractor with government and uh I was working, I was making a good wage and me and my uh coworker, we was we was loving it. We we thought it was just a great situation. And then, you know, one of the days we seen one of the invoices, you know. For the job And I love it When we seen the invoice We was like Hold up And we seen the total dollar amount For the job And then we seen how much You know They were getting paid Just for us being there
0: Yeah
1: And You know All of a
0: sudden And you knew how much you got paid Yeah
1: And and, you know $25 an
0: hour Seemed like A small amount of money now Now Cause I'm like With the knowledge Yeah Yeah of what was really exchanging hands To the person who owned the business
1: Yeah we were treating We was getting treated good Some days Some weeks he would let us work three days Give us two days off And yeah. stuff like that Like go ahead and, and But at that point When we seen the invoice We felt like we were bamboozled At this point The job that we loved Became the job we hated Hated
0: Oh yeah All because Of the knowledge That was introduced Changed the way you thought Absolutely. And that's where this all is coming from. This is what we're talking about. We talk about an introduction of knowledge that informed the way that we thought, and we ain't been thinking right since. Right. And we keep thinking of these things. Like, I went all the way to pornography, but let's round it on back to social media. Before social media existed, there was the internet. All social media did was make a place In which we could all come In a more condensed fashion A more immediate way But the internet had already done this Yeah And then before then Television did it It all is a part of the meeting of the minds Yeah it waters it We're all just Coming together Closer together Getting back to the place Where the people of Babel was The people of Babel were One in mind because they were one in thinking we, We're getting back to the place Where everyone's allowed to know What everyone thinks And it makes it so we're able to Find this strength in that But in our corrupted thinking It only will breed what we see right now Now people are like you know, this this was social media used to be good. Now it's turned into this thing, like people say things and they're causing division and fighting. And the the president shouldn't be allowed to tweet. And this personship, listen, all it's doing is letting y'all see what corrupted minds do when corrupted minds are allowed to give place together. Yeah. To Satan, we give place to the devils. You know what I'm saying? The very thinking that creates the KKK or the alt-right is the very thinking that creates the gangs that are killing each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's, it's the same thinking. I, I, I said this actually almost a, a year ago today. Um, last year's podcast, I said the, the internal struggle We see between white and black Or man and woman All of this stuff Is part of the eternal struggle Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because that's what this is all about Yeah, And so when we look at this anger We see the articulation of corrupted minds And as long as we're in that way We'll never see it another way Now we don't know if the prodigal son's older brother came to see it his father's way. He could have heard his father out and was like, I don't want to hear that mess about no lost and found. I don't want to hear that mess about he was dead now he's alive. All I know is he got a goat put on the grill for him and his friends. And I ain't never got nothing like that. Right. So don't try to blow no smoke up my tail. Do you know what I'm saying? He may still be stuck in his mind. He may never get to realize that. But we better understand God is never going to stop trying to help us see it another way because that other way of thinking is a way out of your anger. It just is. It's a way out of your anger if you want to see it that way. How many times have we had conversations where I'm trying to explain to you another way to look at it? I okay, mean, a lot. <laughs> only because I know that's the only way you won't be angry. Is to, can you see it another way But what's the main thing that, that that keeps you I don't want to put words in your mouth What's the main thing That you feel keeps you From allowing yourself To see it another way
1: It's More so What you're feeding yourself A lot of times um, You know You're feeding yourself uh, What other people are thinking If somebody wrongs you you feeding yourself How they You know they can't get away with it you're feeding yourself like even past thoughts thoughts of your past you feel just feeding yourself just constant things your mind is moving a thousand miles a minute yeah and all those things play a huge part like unforgiveness plays a huge part in you know your future anger and how you move and and how you respond like somebody could be completely innocent step on your shoe but because the last 10 people stepped on your shoe on purpose. I've had enough. I've had enough.
0: And those last ten people are informing my thinking. Yeah. And so one of the things I realized there's gonna be an issue for Particle Son's older older brother. And it's gonna be an issue for all of us, including in times of our conversation, I felt like was an issue with you, is because what I'm telling you to do, you feel that looking at it that way might fix your anger, but it betrays you. Right. Do you get what I mean by that?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Like, and that, that's one of the biggest struggles is trying to maintain some type of uh,
0: self pride, and I'm gonna say self pride because, uh, and I'll add on that authenticity. Yeah, we we're very particular about being true to ourselves. Yeah You know what I'm saying that is, that is a pride
1: Do you know what I'm saying Yeah not realizing That ourselves is, is We're no good for ourselves Honestly Yeah All those feelings And decisions And and honestly uh, I've realized That emotions in general Are the, uh, the enemy To serving God Because I've never felt An emotion that drove me Closer to him
0: Yeah let's take it a step further Because when people say When we say the Emotions are the enemy People immediately say, so what are you saying? As Christians, we should be emotionless. And that's not what we're saying. So I got a scripture that kind of goes with that. He says in Proverbs 16, 32, it says, he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. He didn't say he that has no anger. He said he that is slow to anger. No one ever stops and says, what does he mean by slow to? Yeah. I hear people saying Well that means Don't get angry so fast Oh you can You can control The speed in which Your emotions travel To your brain And elicit this anger No you can't (laughs) What are we talking about When he says Slow to anger That's why I love Language Is because Right after somebody Says something If there's a comma They What they do Is explain it In greater context Yeah So he says He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. Wow. He lets you know what slow to anger mean. That means that you are slow to let anger control you. Yeah. The reason why we struggle and feel like we're betraying ourselves, Philip, is because we don't understand that being true to self is letting self control you. Right
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah And
1: we, we, Our flesh is Is never going to us right
0: Our flesh is never Going to want you To relinquish control It's control to, to When you decide To let you Control you Then you May feel True to yourself But you are The least in control At that moment Yeah You are the least In control When you allow yourself To control you he which, says it right here Which He's,
1: means you're never in control
0: You're never in control He <laughs> says You're slow to anger Means that I am slow To let my feelings Control how I move And how I think He says If you can rule your spirit He You better than the greatest conquerors That ever entered the world If you can conquer your spirit When I'm sharing things with you And asking you to see it a different way I'm asking you To rule your spirit. Rule my spirit with what? No conqueror in the world has ever conquered something without a weapon to conquer. Yeah. Your conquering tool is God's word and in the way that he sees things. You're supposed to rule your spirit by allowing God's word to rule you. If you do not allow God's word in the way that he sees things to rule you, you're allowing yourself to rule. The prodigal son's brother was allowing his emotions to rule him. How do we know that? How do we know he wasn't slow to anger? Because he couldn't even go into the party. (laughs) He sat outside. His father had to come find him now. First we try to find the prodigal son Now we didn't fa- got to find you We He was lost in the harlots And in the trough for the pigs You lost in your emotions
1: Yeah totally different
0: destinations But the same, same thing Same loss Yeah The prodigal son was physically lost You were mentally and spiritually lost In your emotions In your anger In your way of thinking And you can't get out of yourself To save your life do you, you know what I'm saying? Th- this is the reality of it. So I got one more person before we close out. Jonah, chapter four of Jonah. Jonah then already, he he finally did what God told him to do. And I'm using this in a, a new le- new living translation because I want you to, to get the context of the conversation that's going on between God and Jonah. And so God changing his mind to not, Destroy the people of Nevena It says that it caused Jonah To be angry or upset So verse 1 says This change of plans Greatly upset Jonah And he became very angry God changed his plans And it angered Jonah God changed his plans All the time And when it don't fit How we think it should fit We get angry Yeah you lost the son, right? You got anger, yeah, yeah. Why? Because you you thought because God let something be taken away. No, let, let's let's look at it first. You thought because He let something be given, yeah, that He ain't gonna let something be taken away, right? If you give that, that's a deal. We shake? Can we shake on this, God? Nah, we can't shake on that. Sometimes I give And then sometimes I take away Because entitlement Is a recipe for disaster Oh it's it's craziness But it's not This is what what people Don't understand by entitlement I feel entitled Because I'm thinking Only in myself Yeah So God's told Jonah To do something And then changed his mind Verse 2 So he complained To the Lord about it Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? Look, he's mad now, because he's like, I knew you would do this. That's why I didn't want to go. You hear what I'm saying? Like, we always try to figure God out. Like, I knew you was going to change your mind, so I didn't even want to waste my time by leaving to go do any of this. You put me through a, sitting in a well, all of this for you to change your mind? Wow. He's thinking of it only his way. We do that all the time. Why would you ha- get, have me give my life to you if I end up in the same place? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Why, w- why would you you give, tell me to serve you only for me to still be frustrated? Why would you tell me to serve you only for me to be still angry? Why would you tell me to serve you only for me to not, not still not get what I want? It's perspective Let's let's get to the Let's get to the root of it Y'all want to know about anger Let's get to the root Y'all mad at God Y'all complaining to God Because he did something You didn't think he should have did that's what it boils down to <laughs> yeah, Let's get to the real stuff When people talking about grief And I know some of y'all Y'all done lost people I get it When y'all talking about This grief thing When you talking about This This uh, What's happening in your life You really saying You you don't like the way God move He said That is why I ran away To Tarshish I knew that you are A merciful and compassionate God slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from the, from destroying people. Just kill me now, Lord. I rather be dead than alive. If what I predicted will not happen. The Lord replied and said, is it right for you to be angry about this? <laughs> In King James version it says, does it do you well to be angry? Or does thou do well to be angry? He says is it right for you to be angry
1: Yeah that's the biggest question
0: That's the biggest question God just asking y'all Is it right for you to be angry Do you have a right to be angry When you ask is something right You're asking do you have a right We tell people all the time Something they did ain't right Yeah What you really saying is I, I feel I have a right to say what's right Joan ain't had no right then Jonah went out to the east side of the city and made a shelter to sit under as he waited to see what would happen to the city. He just sat there and watched the city from a hill. And he's waiting to see what God is going to do because he's still holding out hope like, yo, you said you was going to destroy this place. Let's destroy it. And the Lord God arranged for a leafy plant to grow. There. As soon as it spread its broad leaves Over Jonah's head Shading him from the sun This eased his discomfort And Jonah was very grateful for the plant See God playing with his emotions Oh my goodness God is playing with his emotions Because God want to show you That your emotions can be played with Yeah (laughs) This This dude went from angry Yeah to grateful God did it just that seamlessly A simple leaf That provided shade to him And gave him comfort Eased his anger Yeah Because as long as we're comfortable We not angry Right Right then should show you a problem God is showing him stuff He's showing it to me He like the only time you not angry Is when you comfortable When you get your way Bro he didn't even God didn't even do What he wanted him to do to the city but he knew how to get him comfortable again it's not really about the city it's yeah. about you it's about you this is what people don't want to realize Phil when you talk about losing a son and the anger that you felt with that won't one come to the grip say it has very little to do with your son Nah yeah it's everything yeah. to do with you
1: Yeah it's it's all it's all about me <laughs> it's all about you and yeah, it's all about how god uh
0: <laughs> he basically he wants to he wants to show you you he want to show you, you that you really don't care, Do you know what I'm saying about what we think we care about we care about us, yeah we care about us we do this is the reality of it and it's, it's 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 something that we gotta it's a hard truth we gotta deal with this hard truth man there's people that's crying right now about pains in their life and honestly. It ain't even about what you lost or gained It's about you And the fact that how you feel about what you lost or gained So let's go a little further He eased his discomfort And Jonah went from angry to grateful for the plant He's more grateful for the plant than he was grateful to God But God also arranged for a worm The next morning at the dawn The worm ate through the stem of the plant so that it wilted away. And as the sun grew hot, God arranged for a scorching east wind to blow on Jonah. The sun beat down on his head until he grew from grateful to faint (laughs) and wished to die. You you see his emotions. His emotions went as the wind blows, pun intended. God made that hot wind blowing there. He took away the shade and he said, "Look, you all over the place, bro. One minute you angry, the next minute you comforted and grateful. The next minute you back angry again. <laughs> you go know yeah. say it, it's, it's just it's a it's a, a, a it's a scathing indictment to our nature and how fickle it is. We never happy. We never happy. We we never are happy." We, we don't deal with the anger because we're not happy And he says Death is certainly better than living like this
1: Wow At that point he trying to leave a body
0: oh, here he, This second time he said he was better to die at the beginning <laughs> It's better to die than to watch you change back on your word Now he's like it's better to die than to live in this heat We forgot all about the people Right. You know what I'm saying? When one situation becomes greater than the other, we move on to the next situation. That's why we can't remember half the time what we mad at. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the mad the anger change.
1: Yeah. To a whole lot of different stuff.
0: Once you find something else to be mad at, you on to the next. You're never realizing you're going from one anger to the another because you're not dealing with the real problem, which is the way you see things. It says ten. Then the Lord said Then God said to uh, Jonah, is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Jonah said, yes. Even angry enough to die. Verse 10, then Jonah said, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. Do you you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You, you, You felt angry about a plant and you did nothing to put it there. Nothing to put it there Think about the stuff That we are angry about And we didn't do nothing To actually make it happen
1: (laughs) Yeah Like we just get so used to God Just making a way That we we Then we
0: get angry At the person who made a way When he took the way away Like it was our way In the first place Right Do you know what I'm saying Like Just to keep using your example Your son Was he planned? No It was not planned But then he became Part of your plans Right And then Was him leaving Planned No Not at all But then you got upset As if it was part of your plan Right For the first place We just use And this is why I love We can talk like this If somebody else Says to you Might be like Swing on them But it's the reality here And it can help somebody Phil
1: Yeah No Because we
0: don't plan Let's say you lost a mother Did you plan to have that mother No I didn't choose my mother. Uh-huh. The same way I didn't choose to have her, I don't get to choose how long she stay. Right. It's the realities of God and how he does things. He's trying to help us understand that even now with Jonah. He said, you feel sorry about the plan, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nivena, that's the place that he wanted God to destroy, has more than 120,000 people living in there. And these people are living in spiritual darkness. And he says, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? Right. <laughs> the King James Version said, the people of Nivena did not know their left hand from their right. Right. This translation says they were in spiritual darkness He said, you want me to destroy people who didn't know better But I'm supposed to spare you And you know better Perspective God has given him perspective The whole time did uh, The whole time that Jonah is arguing about what God is or isn't going to do he never was concerned about the 120,000 people that was there.
1: No, he only was
0: concerned about himself. He only was concerned about himself. That's what I'm saying. This place of anger that we find ourselves is because we have a place of thinking that is selfish. I was about to say that like
1: anger a lot of times is is joined together with selfishness. When you see anger, you're not you're gonna see selfishness standing right beside it. absolutely or, always you're never gonna catch somebody just being you know angry about uh, anything other than itself,
0: yeah, that's the reality. It's sad, um when we think about it, like that people aren't really sharing with us the truth. But with this podcast, I hope it does that one thing for you guys. I hope that it causes y'all to ask that tough question. Of why you mad?
1: Well, I think it's important. I think it's a very important. You you gotta constantly evaluate your not only your actions, but what's leading you to those those actions. The
0: thinking. Ask yourself why you mad. Ask yourself, do you have a right to be mad? Ask yourself, is it right to be mad? Don't forget about any of the other things when you are. Feeling any emotion, man, road rage, and all of that, all of, whatever it is. He tells us finally in Colossians 3 and 8, but now ye also put off all these anger, malice, wrath, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth, put them away. The reason why you put them away is because they are causing you to act. Foolishly, irrationally, emotionally on a roller coaster. No different than Jonah, who, in a matter of 11 verses of chapter 4 of Jonah, went through so many emotions. He went from being angry to grateful to comfort to angry again to suicidal. He went to high places, low places. Sunny places, dark places, all following on this roller coaster of emotions. When he could stay in the stability of a renewed mind of the spirit. Right. That's my prayer for y'all. Episode 78. Why you mad?